Hello and welcome to the Be Awesome podcast where we discover ways of becoming our most awesome selves. In this episode we're looking at sleep, such a simple concept that's been part of our lives since birth, but it's increasingly becoming a problem area as adults. At Awesome, we look at wellness as a whole and quality of sleep is a huge part of it. Ashton Doctor from my favorite podcast The Habit Coach is going to help me dissect sleep today. Hi Ashton. Hi. super excited sleep is such an important topic right what's your take on sleep in today's context i think sleep is one of the most underrated things because i remember when i was going through my you know uh, corporate job and my discovery phase before i learned about you know fitness and all of that i realized that the mindset is this whole concept of i will sleep when i'm dead you know that sleep is wasted time sleep is time when nothing really happens in the body it is time when you are supposed to it's you it's you we are forced to go to sleep mm. and i think that is where this whole mindset change needs to take place because it is one of those unnecessary things that we have to do that people think it or at least people think that we have to do but if we really understand the importance of sleep and what it does to your body i don't think we'll ever think of it as a necessary time again why is sleep becoming such a conversation topic i think sleep is becoming a conversation topic because of two my main reasons one is i think it's become cool to say that i don't get sleep right everybody <laughs> now says oh during this lockdown i don't get good sleep and then somebody will say you don't get good sleep are i don't get i get even worse sleep you get 6 hours i get 4 hours of sleep so i think it's become this whole competition that is taking place that we need to break this pattern off because it is not about who gets worse sleep it is about mm. trying to figure out how we can maximize our sleep and i think there is so much um, misinformation out there around sleep like uh, the actual number of people that get insomnia is very 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 small it's a mm. very very rare issue but everybody who feels that they don't get sleep and it's a feeling right because when they actually do lab studies they realize that they're getting a minimum of 4 hours mm. who feel they don't get enough sleep say i have insomnia and then it becomes an easy way of you know let me pop a pill and let me find a solution for it so in our minds it's so easy to treat because it's like a headache right you take a pill and mm. then your sleep is solved and i think that is the mindset that we really really need to break saying that you do not need an external medical aid in order to sleep better there are better options that you can do from a lifestyle perspective and from natural things that you can start using to actually make you sleep better mm but you know to be honest with you growing up sleep was inculcated mm. as like this routine this concept parents would send you to bed like 8 o'clock 9 o'clock at night and wake you up forcefully at 6 o'clock at least that's what my childhood looked like right and that habit was inculcated from such a young age what happens when we hit adulthood where does it all go so wrong the problem is that we think that is that for babies right mm. as adults we don't require all those things but the problem is that we don't realize that we are big babies after all and <laughs> we need the exact same routine that we were doing for our children in our lives and if we realize this shift we are actually sleep like babies and that is the goal right we want our 
heads to hit the pillow and be knocked out and then wake up in the sunrises so that is what we want but we never actually do the things required to get that because we believe that what was happening for children as for children hmm. if you really look at it the way we put children to bed is the best way that we should put ourselves to bed as well it should be a routine to go to sleep instead what we do now is we have a i will sleep because i'm tired uh, mindset so the mindset changes um we try and watch netflix till late into the night because then our eyes will be tired and hence we will find fall asleep so there are multiple issues with this uh, with this thought um one is escapism Mm-hmm. the second is it is i feel i deserve this time to myself because i've given my time to everybody else throughout the day so there are lots of layers to this but this behavior but the behavior is important for us to understand we try and tire ourselves to sleep by either with netflix or by working and then we go to sleep very often with the laptop right next to us by the bedside table you know i've i've been guilty of that so let me let me like do a little preface for people who you know for whom sleep is just sleep right why is sleep important i mean there's so much research done in the field what's sleep all about so sleep is actually when the most restorative part of your uh, of your day this is when your body goes into healing mode mm. because this is when the time when your uh, the cells in your body start healing and recovering this is also time when uh, it is believed that most of the days memories are put in to a longer format stay you know we have a short term and a long term memory just like how we have in our computer system it doesn't actually work like that in our brain but just for the concept of understanding right. it we have our short term memory and long term memory and this is when it goes into our long term memory more importantly this is also the only time when our brains get cleaned so we get cerebrospinal cerebrospinal fluid that mm-hmm. moves through the brain cleans it and that only happens at night time and mainly during our deepest moments of sleep so we miss out on those if you're not getting our deep sleep cycles so overall sleep is a very very essential uh thing like why would our bodies have or waste 8 hours in a day if it wasn't essential it is not that there is nothing to do because the sun is set that we sleep right, right. that is the mindset that we have now mm mm-hmm. but the body actually requires sleep all mammals sleep like crazy all animals sleep like crazy why because there's a need for it from a physiological point of view and um, and you can actually die with a lack of sleep um you know they have these video game competitions where mm-hmm. how how many days can you go while playing a video game and they actually have a quota for sleep within those competitions because they realize that if somebody actually played four days straight they would die wow i did a 24 hour marketing competition when i was in college i remember by the 18th or 19th hour my brain wasn't even coming up with a decent half decent idea right i would be better off like finishing it in eight and then just going to bed for the rest of it uh the sleep and Correct. death correlation has been proven so many times over but yet as adults we seem to fight it like babies the thing is that i think nobody has sat us down and told us that it is okay to relax and rest see the problem is that our culture now is so focused on push 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 that the word relaxation is a bad word right mm. How, when was the last time you used the word relaxation it's in fact gone out of our lexicon 
Yeah, true. The last time I really remember using relax, like uh, relaxation before I started focusing on it was maybe about five six years ago. <laughs> it was always I am stressed. Yeah. You know how is life going? Stressed. Imagine if you actually told somebody how is life going? Relaxed. We've had a lot of people when we interact and sleep is a big part of what. the conversation is that awesome uh people seem to be understanding that there needs to be fixed hours of sleep right oh i sleep for 7 hours oh i only sleep for 4 hours um i guess that you know like you said there is a lot of misconception of what how long is good sleep and where quality over quantity should matter correct in fact that 8 hours of sleep is a complete uh um rubbish idea because we sleep in one and a half hour in, in increments so our sleep mm. cycles are one and a half hours right so if we sleep for 8 hours you're waking up in the middle of a sleep cycle so i remember doing this i used to set my phone for 8 hours of waking up right so 8 hours of sleep right and it's always wake up groggy till i suddenly figured this out and started setting my alarm for um you know 6 hours or 7 and a half hours and you and you do feel a slight difference there but more importantly we're so engrossed in quantity of sleep because it's easy to measure i slept mm. from this time to this time we don't focus on the quality of sleep and quality is far more important than quantity and, and in fact we should have a longish discussion on this mm. so one way of measuring quantity quality quality of sleep is by using wearing you know using trackables right yeah you have uh, smart watches you have um, your fitness trackers you have uh, products that fit into your bed and yeah. measure the sleep and how much you move etc all of these are fantastic tools that you can use to improve the quality of your sleep because if you can see ah i did this yesterday and hence my sleep was bad so i'll give you an example mm-hmm. um nowadays if i have a small drink at night like a gin and tonic or a whiskey i notice that my sleep cycle looks very different from when i don't you know people keep thinking king that you need to have a little bit of alcohol and then it puts you to it puts you to bed exactly and that's true it does put you to bed but the quality of sleep suffers greatly what happens is that you don't get the deep sleep that you would get around 3 o'clock in the morning absolutely that is a time when people typically wake up after alcohol mm. so it's very interesting to see these correlations and making them right um you can see what happens to you when you watch netflix till one uh, thirty and go to bed as opposed to stopping Netflix by ten o'clock and doing something else and seeing the the change in your sleep. So you can mm-hmm. actually measure these things, and that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. But even if you don't want to get into gadgets, I know gadgets can scare people sometimes. Mm-hmm. The best way of doing this is just keep a diary next to your bed, and wake up every morning and write how was your sleep. That is the easiest way of tracking it. How was your sleep in terms of how do you feel when you woke up? do you feel rested do you feel relaxed do you remember getting too many dreams whatever it is put it down and you at least get a little qualitative understanding on the um, on the quality of your sleep you know a lot of us just wake up in the morning and think of, start thinking about the first thought is usually what is my plan today you know do i need to make breakfast do i need to let the dog out do i need to get the kids ready the moment to take to reflect on how the last 6 hours 4 hours or 5 hours have gone is essentially close to zero in most of our lives correct you know mayur actually we do something even worse what's that what we do is we wake up and we don't think about what's on my to do list instead we wake up and think oh what was all the stuff that happened yesterday <laughs> 
regrets. Right? We we yeah we immediately wake up and think about the fights that we had, the regrets that we had. Oh shit, I didn't finish doing this. Now I have to do this today. Hmm. And we bring yesterday into today. We don't realize that yesterday is the past. It's gone. There's nothing hmm. that you can do about getting it back. Today is completely right. new. You have a, you have the opportunity of writing whatever you want on it. But we immediately wake up and bring in the past. and that is a habit that we definitely need to change oh you won't believe it uh i sometimes will be sending messages at 11 pm i might wake up from sleep to say oh crap i forgot to follow up on this task list and i used to have this habit of sending my team a message at whatever time i i always tell them you've no obligation to respond but when i remember it i will send it to you and i realized it's it's such a death spiral because after the first thought the second thought comes pretty quickly on correct and and what's interesting is that even if you tell your staff not that or your team that you don't need to reply mm. in the back of their mind it's still going on exactly how will i reply right it is it is still putting that person in a in a spot i know that they might not be awake at 3 o'clock in the morning to necessarily read it yeah. but the thing is that they'll wake up and that'll be the first thought that they had absolutely it is a cycle and it is a time um it is something that we're living in where it became okay to work constantly you know uh, earlier on there used to be a time for work and then there used to be a time that we did not work and work was a very small aspect of our life and a small aspect of our day mm-hmm. it slowly started becoming bigger and bigger and bigger as soon as we moved from a physical economy that means when we started using our body for work yeah to a mental economy is when we suddenly realize that there is no off time because we're constantly in work mode then you see if i was working in a uh, in a in a factory where i was screwing in bolts into an engine when the time ended i would go home and i would not be worrying about the the, the bolts that i fastened in that uh, during my work time but now as soon as we have a marketing job we're reading the paper in the morning and we're looking for things that we can work on we are yeah. talking to friends and immediately saying oh that's an interesting thing i should be able to work on so we are constantly in work mode because we move from a physical economy to an intellectual economy mm-hmm. you know that makes so much sense i because... don't know what that has to do with sleep but we <laughs> went on a tangent there no actually it has a lot to do with sleep it basically means you can't switch off which means it you, you don't actually stop thinking about anything at any point and for you to fall asleep Correct. you need to have a little bit of void in the brain to say i won't let too many thoughts bother me you will just let thoughts come and go as they're coming and not actually focus on delve on anything and then you can naturally fall asleep right the ones who struggle with sleep essentially start focusing on this continuous switched on mode that's going on in the background absolutely you know that is the biggest issue that people have which is falling asleep right they yeah. they believe that they can't sleep well because they find it difficult falling asleep and what happens is very interesting they can get into bed mm. but they just can't switch off their brain and they can't switch off their brain because all through the day all the thoughts that they've not been addressing suddenly say ah now it's my time and then they wake up <laughs> and they're like now that you can't do anything else you better listen to me yeah right but these are the thoughts that we didn't want to listen to when we were awake now we definitely don't want to listen to them when we are about to sleep 
the idea right. is how do you deal with these when you're awake when you have the bandwidth to uh, mm. deal with them instead of this time when you are just about to go to bed and then they attack you i have no problems going to sleep anymore because i don't have thoughts that keep me awake because i deal with them through the day Mm. If there's something that someone has said to me, I either journal about it, and hence it comes out of my system, or I call up the person and say, "Listen, this is what happened. I'm not comfortable with this, and let's put an end to it in this format, this format, this format." But the idea is that don't let these things stay and and fester in your mind. They need to leave you because otherwise, of course, they're going to affect your sleep. This is the only this is the only chance that they're getting. Absolutely. You know, there are two things that I'd love to get some advice on how to do. is one trying to fall asleep because we we hear a lot of people saying hey i'm unable to fall asleep it's not like i don't have the time i get to bed basically they don't have a good sleep routine like how do you get to bed as a child your mom would pat you on your back give you one extra bottle of milk and you're off to bed right you were forced to go and fall asleep the second one is about the quality of sleep even though i'm sleeping i don't have deep rem cycles or you know i dream too much i'm unable i'm tossing and turning the whole night i'm unable to feel rested when i wake up in the morning what's a good routine or a sleep habit to put in place for this lovely lovely okay so this is longish conversation because it's right so sleep has a hormone called melatonin that is produced from around 8 o'clock onwards the first hit of melatonin starts around that time mm. and you will notice that if you were doing nothing that means if you weren't watching tv if you weren't working if you weren't doing anything this is a time when you will start that first drowsy feeling okay and then what do we do we push through it and then the melatonin the, the it's called sleep pressure and that mm. sleep pressure dissipates mm-hmm. then we have the next one around say 9:30 10ish that kind right. and then again we push that through because that's typically the time when we're eating dinner Right, so how can you think about going to sleep when you're having dinner? And then the next sleep cycle happens around eleven thirty-ish onwards, hmm. and then after that is the is one o'clock, one one thirty, and you have to ride these melatonin waves. As soon as you feel that sleep entering your system, is when you should start thinking about going to sleep because that's when the pressure is building up for you to be able to sleep. Hmm. Instead, what we do is we don't listen to our body at that moment. We f- sleep when it is convenient. and i think this is a important shift if you actually sat down one day without electronics without any form of stimulation you will notice when your sleep cycles actually start or this melatonin cycles actually start and um and the best way of doing it is to then figure all right so for me personally my best time to go to bed is about 10:30 at night mm-hmm. so i know that if i have to go to bed at 10:30 at night i need to start my sleep routine at 10 o'clock or say quarter to 10 right now it's important to get a routine in place and a routine starts by uh, using what i call a sleep alarm mm-hmm. so normally we use alarms to wake us up a sleep alarm is something that we use to tell us now it is time to go to bed baba <laughs> enough of this party time now start going to sleep and the sleep alarm rings and at that point of time what i do is i have set my phone so that it goes into black and white mode so it's not as interesting anymore Mm-hmm. all the notifications go off so i don't know if anyone's messaged or if anyone calls mm-hmm. and i put my phone away i put my laptop away only then do i change into my pajamas this is okay. important most of us stay at the entire day in our pajamas and as a result our body doesn't get the signal that it is time to sleep right right so we need to change into our pajamas just before bed mm-hmm. and change out of our pajamas when we wake up then what i do is i would go wash my face 
brush my teeth and then start winding down for the day this winding down is important where we slow down the stimulation it is okay if you're not listening to a podcast at that point of time it is okay if you're not listening to an audiobook at that time it is okay if you're not using that time effectively it's all right it's helping you with your sleep mm-hmm. the next thing that i that that i do is i um when getting into bed um i i i see a small little gratitude for the for the day how it mm-hmm. was maybe two things that were important to, for me and then once i come into bed i stretch across my sleeping area okay so i luckily i have the whole bed to myself so i go and i was like and and in my mind i say ah this is life right, right. I'm, i'm positively priming my mind for a good night's sleep i am not going to bed in an angry anxious manner mm. once i get into bed then what i do is i um set up my pillows i curl up and and sleep in a particular manner now the the next thing i do is important i call which is what i call a sleep primer a sleep right. primer is when we set up a dream that is relaxing see our mind wants to think right our mind wants to go to various thoughts so let's give it a good enough thought to think about so one example of a sleep primer is imagine that you are a bear going into a cave right okay. you are a little mama bear getting into your cave and you got a little baby cubs with you and you're nicely creating a little nest and you're making a warm cozy place and it is cold outside but it's warm here so you're thinking about these things and as a result you're calming yourself down mm-hmm. you're not getting thoughts about how this person did that to you and that person did that to you because now you're giving your brain something to think about yeah and slowly slowly in that way you start drifting off now people talk about counting sheep and and things like that but counting sheep is still a distraction to your mind right mm. this is a more peaceful way of getting into it and one important thing that i forgot to mention when i'm doing my winding down phase that half an hour before yeah. i switch off as many lights as possible in my in my room because the darker the room the better the quality of sleep mm. so when you do all of these things the you can fall asleep much faster and why is that important because your main deep sleep starts at that 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock to 2 yeah. o'clock phase mm-hmm. very often we miss that initial deep sleep cycles okay and um, that is something that is critical for us to get in every time we sleep at 12:30 1 1:30 we're missing a large chunk of our deep sleep cycles yeah what's interesting is most of the rem cycles become bigger and bigger and bigger and more pronounced towards the end of the night so typically from your 4 o'clock 5 o'clock 6 o'clock 6:30 time frame and every time we say that i will wake up at 4 and i wake up at 4:30 we are missing out on those rem cycles quite dramatically right so it's quite interesting to see how which parts of the night have different qualities of deep sleep versus rem sleep versus your light sleep mm-hmm. and what's the first thing you do when you wake up So the first thing I do nowadays when I wake up is I have a little monitor mm-hmm. that I I attach onto my ear and it measures what is called HRV which is heart rate variability. Yeah. And it tells me what my stress level is for the day in terms of physical stress versus mental stress, how much can I push, how much should I not be pushing. It's one of the current golden values to be tracking when you're um in this whole world of, you know, tracking your body and seeing how things are. Right. Um after that wake up 
drink uh, a couple of sips of water and then go to the loo i try not to reach for my phone it is a fight but mm. the good thing here is that i have to first put on my wifi before i can put on my phone so at least there's that gap that takes place before reaching for my phone a oh, fantastic hack right you uh, especially if you don't get good uh, regular 3g mm. 4g it forces you to not reach Correct. out for that device absolutely no absolutely and what Actually, i do is before i go to bed i put my phone on airplane mode mm so important yeah so you're not waking up to catching up on messages or group chats that are randomly going Correct. around as well Makes sense. Yeah. Ashton, thank you so much. Hopefully we'll get to better sleepy heads by the end of this and to be honest my objective is not to sleep like a baby. It's actually to sleep like a dead teenager, right? Like you can sleep without <laughs> a care in the world. Babies wake up every 2 hours. Who wants to do that? Sleep such a simple thing, such a difficult problem as we grow up. My mummy has taught me better. Thanks Ashton. <laughs>